What's up, everybody? Welcome to an episode of the Must Have Math Podcast. We've been on a bit of a hiatus, obviously, with the season being suspended, and now it's coming back. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Joseph. I'm here with Claudio. What's up? And I'm here with Jacob. What it do? And we're trying this over the phone, so if there's some, like, technical difficulties, uh, just kind of go bear with us, you know? We're trying this out uh, with all the social distancing and all that good stuff. Um, all right, so we kind of want to go over a few things. Uh, the Mavericks, how they're doing in the bubble right now. We're going to go over some player stuff, their schedule coming up, and how we think they're going to do in the playoffs. So let's start this off with what the Mavericks are up to in the bubble. Uh, I thought it was really cool how the Mavericks are seem to be having a lot of fun in the bubble. Like, they're making the best of this. They started off doing the little DJ meme with Dwight Powell and Maxi on their balconies. Uh, Boban, Luca, and the Tobias Harris beef is funny to watch. Luca's making a trick shot, like, every practice that's, like, incredible. Uh, like, I, I'm always surprised if, like, every practice it seems they have Luca's throwing it. Like, like, he's on, like, the – what's the – team that does the trick shots like do perfect or something right mm-hmm. yeah do perfect yeah like he seems like some like long lost member of do perfect which you know they're in texas so hey maybe future collab uh, uh, it, it kind of reminds me of uh seth, or, uh seth curry when he used to do those trick shots back in the day yeah it, that pre-game. pre-game yeah yes, yeah like he'd always have that tunnel shot that was like his <laughs> yeah yeah that, yeah watch luca do that but it's like throws it through the rafters at the aac somehow uh, he honestly should though. Like I feel like that would well, I'll say that would make I mean, yeah, just want to come to the game early. Yeah, they do have Paul. Jones, they do have two tall roofs in these uh, Orlando Resort <laughs> court. So. Oh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, like they're just playing spike ball and pickleball. And the thing I took from watching all these videos coming out of the bubble is I think that this is resulting in Mavericks gaining new fans. Do y'all think that that's the possibility of all these videos kind of going viral, like? It's not just the Mavericks page that's posting these videos. It's the score, ESPN, Bleach Report, da da da, da you know, and so on. They're posting these videos. Like right, I they're do, posting yeah. all these fun clips. Yeah, I think it's. I think they're getting new fans. Uh, it's fun to watch your favorite player do different things outside of basketball. And you're like, oh, I didn't know he could also play tennis or right. pickleball or spike ball. And yeah, fun. Like they're fishing. You know, like it's just fun yeah. to see them. Like I bet, like I bet, like nobody thought Boban would be playing spike ball. <laughs> anything yeah. besides that, like just being other cool. physical activity. Not yeah, really not cool. they could they could easily just go to Walmart and shop, and we would be entertained by them going to Walmart. <laughs> that is very true, actually. That's super true. We're just like it's just oh, something outside. The they're regular. Are known for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're human. Yeah, I saw I, something that like, yeah. uh, to like them being like humanized, kind of, because like I was, I don't know where where it was. But they're like, it's kind of nice though, because like when you can't, I can't go to the store. Oh, it was on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, he was interviewing uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, and uh, he was saying like, "We don't like if we go out, we're always getting eyes at us. Like now, yeah. if we go to this place, we can like act normal, and people are around the same height." And, oh, that's uh, true. Like we're not always getting looked at. Like we can just be comfortable with who we are, and we're also like it's like an AAU tournament. That's how he really compared it. Yeah, and everything. that's a good point. I didn't think about it like that because there's standouts outside, but everywhere mm-hmm. now they're all equal to an extent, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's really key for like because uh, like for me and like like Claudio, we grew up being fans of teams, you know. But nowadays kids are fans of players, so I think because like, they can like have their own brand. 
right. Like social so media. Like, like, like nowadays, like I feel like they watch clips of Luca, not even on the court. Obviously, his on the court stuff is super fun and spectacular. But like they watch him off the court doing trick shots, doing funny dances or whatever. And they're like, oh, this guy is cool. I, now I'm also a fan of the Mavericks because I'm a fan of Luca, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they'll watch Boban catching a fish, decide to watch a game, and then THJ goes off and they're like, oh, I think I'm a Mavericks fan now. I think that's just, I think that's an advantage uh, of this bubble for the Mavericks is they're such a young team that they're going to draw in that younger audience with these like fun free for all clips or clips or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let's move on to the player stuff. To me, talking about the players in the bubble, the most important thing coming into this bubble is J.J. Barea's new look. I absolutely love it. Mustache and the nice hair combo. I love it. I love. I wish you would have kept the beard, though, because, like, it was so, like, No, but that's what makes his look is that mustache. Yeah, I mean, I think he should definitely keep it. But... I think it was the mustache team. was strong because it was crazy because we'd never seen it before. And we're like, oh, yeah. you grow facial hair like that. We you really said it has like, like a like five o'clock shadow. Yeah. yeah. But the mustache, I just think it makes them look way cooler. And like, I don't know if our fans uh, know, but like JJ Bray has like a gorgeous wife. And I've always been like, well, you know, you are good at basketball. But now I'm like, you look cool too, you know? The mustache uh, is a must-have for the must-have man. Oh, okay. Oh. I like that. I like that, Claudio. The <laughs> nose pun time now. Yeah. Uh, so, as far as on-the-court stuff, the Mavericks added Trey Burke, um, and we lost Brunson due to a shoulder injury. Courtney Lee has an injury, and Willie Cauley-Stein is gone because uh, I think he's expecting a baby in July, so I don't blame him. I'd probably do the same. Uh Maybe if I was on, like, the Clippers, I wouldn't because, like, we might actually win a title. But uh, And he was only with the team for, like, a few months. So I don't really blame him for not coming to the bubble. Uh, so I have a couple questions for you all about the team in this bubble. And I'm counting the bubble, like, this new bubble playoff area, like the eight regular season games and then the playoffs. Um, which player do you all think on the Mavericks has the most to prove, whether that be to – the general NBA, Mavericks fans, whoever. Uh, who do y'all think has the most to prove? You want to take this one, Jacoby? Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, I think the one person that really could prove himself to, like, the whole NBA is Maxi. Because, like, Maxi yeah. is really – he can be all over the court. He can kind of high fly a little bit once he gets going a little bit. Okay. But, I mean, on the defensive side, he's there. And he can honestly guard, I feel like, not necessarily good, but one through five, I feel like he can guard up. But at uh, least he can catch a switch and be okay. Yeah, like not necessarily pick him up the whole game like right, the guards, yeah. but if he can get a little switch, we know we're not necessarily beat on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah. that's a good answer. Claudia and I love Maxi. Yeah. Well, I went a, a similar route with a big man, but I chose mm-hmm. uh, KP Kristaps. Yeah. Um, there's so many questions surrounding him, and I feel like, in on despite all these like times and. And weird schedule and everything going on mm-hmm. it's still he still has all these questions to answer um you know can he be the player we all hoped he could be mm-hmm. um the knicks you know he still has a lot of promise and he's still kind of a raw prospect but we've never really seen him solidify himself as that player um you know can he be a second option to luca um or be a, an equal to luca on the team we still don't know he has it's you need to uh settle in that position um the injury kind of back offset his um, track, and uh, he was doing good before then. Um, yeah. A question yeah, he I, probably, I, yeah. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. One question I always ask myself is, is he tough enough? He's seven three, mm-hmm. but he never posts up, even when there's a mismatch on a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. He always just tends to, to shoot over them or, like, fade away when a player like J.J. Barrett ties his guard him, and I've never <laughs> understood that. Um, that's coming from an old-school point of view, you know, growing up in the the five-in, you know, or yeah, yeah. two men down low in the paint. Um, yeah. Also, I would really like to see and figure out, is he better at the five or the four? Because this is a good oh, opportunity yeah. to have because Willie Collestine is not in. But what is his actual best position? Can he be a five and still be a good defensive rebounder and box out? You know, he's got to go against some bigs like Montrez, Harrell, Jokic, you know, and so on. So can he yeah. be that guy um, in the paint? And, you know, I would like to see if he can develop a different facet to his game in his post-up. Like I've previously mentioned, you know, he's not really known for his post-up game. And I know that's not his type of game, but, you know, it'd be nice for him to um, – attack the defense when it does present itself. Yeah, I think those are really good points, especially, like, the post-up thing you're talking about because, like, to compare him to a guy like Joel Embiid, like, Joel Embiid is an amazing player, but it's nice to know that if your play, if, like, the coach's play fails, okay, Embiid, here, we got eight seconds on the clock, post him up. Just go. go. Yeah. It's nice to have that option. And like you're saying, about him, I mean, he's 7'3". He, he, it'd be nice if he had a few tricks in his bag, you know? At least by the rim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I think that's a good answer. Uh my answer when I when we do like podcasts and make posts on the Instagram and stuff, I genuinely try my best not to do the obvious answer of Luca because yeah. everything's Luca, you know? Mm-hmm. But I still chose Luca for this answer, but the reason I chose Luca on why he has the most approved is because obviously Maverick fans, he's proven to us that he's the guy, you know? But the playoffs are where superstars are solidified. Now, obviously, this is going to be his first playoff run. Not everything hangs in the balance, but this is where I think he can start building that narrative for himself that is positive or negative. He could go the route of building a strong narrative of being a playoff guy, similar to, like, Damian Lillard. Like, whenever he hit that, if you all remember that three-pointer over Chandler Parsons on the Rockets. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember remember where I was when I saw that, and that has catapulted him into this next level. Or he could go the route of, like, James Harden and Chris Paul, who, while amazing players, have a terrible uh, narrative because they haven't shown up in the playoffs. So that's why I think uh, Luka has the most approved, at least as far as it goes as a superstar standpoint, which he's literally only in his second year. So even if he doesn't do, like, amazing, he still has time. Right. so next question is, which player on the Mavericks do you all think has the biggest opportunity? Uh, I'll go first on this one. I think it's Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm, I like it. Uh, because, obviously, there's contract negotiations coming up, and Claudia and I have been talking about, like, on Xbox and stuff, about how when THJ first came, everybody was like, oh, he'll be a good trade piece. We don't really need him, though. But now everybody's like, I love THJ, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we made it like we made the Joe Harris post the other day and all the comments were, but I don't want THJ to go. I know I commented that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think this is a big opportunity for him, one, to make some, make some more money and to show the Dallas Mavericks front office that y'all need me. I'm a perfect additional piece to Luca and KP. I think this is a big opportunity for him to show that to the front office. What do y'all got? I like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I like THJ just because, like, I feel like 
he's also like with with there's only being a limited amount of games being played, but also so many, there's gonna be more eyes on each game. So I mean, if he comes out and balls out and has like maybe like two or three thirty point games, I mean, I know that's a lot. Which he could I mean, though. Yeah. yeah, which because like with this break, I mean, everyone's gonna have the energy to just go out there and have fun. But like if he just yeah. gets a couple couples good games, maybe a double double here and there with like ten and ten, maybe I know that's real small for him, but I mean, I think. It also opens up eyes for other teams, but it also yeah. really opens up the eyes for Mark Cuban. Like, like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, right. I'm about it. I'm about it. And I'm ready Who to do you have, uh, Claudio? So I went similar route with a uh, guard, uh, but I went with Seth Curry. Um, yeah, it's kind of similar things with him. Um, like, my question is, can he prove himself as a key player in a uh, playoff contender team? Yeah. Because he's kind of – he's. He honestly, to me, he's teeter-tottering between being an NBA journeyman. He just starts yeah. bouncing from team to team, and he can mm-hmm. kind of solidify himself as, you know, I've always hoped he could be a six-man, and he, yeah. I, he's never really officially been our six-man, like kind of like a mm-hmm. Jeff Terry, but he has that capability um, with his spacing yeah, sure. and his, his uh, totally. off-the-ball dribbles you know, creation, and he hasn't done it yet. So I'd like to see that. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, he's got 24 and a half uh, minutes per game, 12.6 points, two rebounds, two assists. But, I mean, the numbers right there speak for himself on 45% th- from the three-point yeah. line, 5.1 attempts. And he's got 50% field goal in general. So that's pretty good, especially for him being undersized at the one or the two. Um, yeah. I would just like to see him shoot. Uh, he only shoots 5.13 points uh, a game. I'd like to see that go to seven or nine like Luca. Um, yeah. But I, I – Point being, I'd like to see him solidify himself as one of the key players and maybe even a six-man. Yeah, yeah, I agree a thousand percent. Big Curry. I remember, I remember like with Seth Curry, I remember in like the beginning of the season, like I remember just watching the way he played. It just felt like he wasn't mentally checked into the game and like really didn't care about the team. So I'm hoping that's not the same case for right now when we go into okay. the playoffs. Just uh, with this break. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like he's motivated. Um, especially because the Mavericks gave him that extension. Like, he's locked up for four years. I don't think he's ever mm-hmm. had that before. So, mm-hmm. I think he does feel like – actually, I actually do think he feels like a kinship to this organization. He fits in nice. Hopefully, you know, he lives up to his contract. It's, honestly, you can say it with anybody. Is, you know, <laughs> yeah. Were they really practicing during this COVID time? And, you know, when the NBA was yeah. shut down, you know, what are they going to look like when they come back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the next question. Which player for the Mavericks are you most looking forward to watching? Uh, for me, I mean, basic answer, but Luca. I mean, yeah, the guy, the guy. I mean, he's magic on the court. Almost. Yeah, he's just so fun to watch. Yeah, like I mean, you always got to keep your eye on him because you never know if he's gonna hit some crazy shot in the corner or just take you and hit a little fader. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, definitely. While I was making the rundown today, I saw J.J. Barea, Mustache Man, had a quote saying uh, Luke is going to come back better than before into this bubble. So, we'll see. I like so that. Yeah, that. Yeah. I feel like everyone is just because, like, this rest. Everybody's excited. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone's just going to come out swinging. Uh, so hopefully, they don't get tired out, though. Yeah. Um, I actually went with the same answer. I almost felt like I had to pick Luke on one of these questions. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah right? <laughs> he's on this one. He, you know. My question for him is, can he lead a team to a championship and receive ready? He's still yeah. he's still very young. I believe 21. I mean, second year. Um, I mean, second year yeah. in the NBA. He's, uh, um, yeah, 21. So, he's got 28.7 points, 1.1 steals, 9.3 rebounds, 8.7 assists. Um, I mean, he's averaging almost a year, like, triple-double. 
with at least steal a game, which is solid, you know. Um, More than solid. That's well, yeah. crazy. For second um, year. I'd yeah. like to see. I'd like to see like him in the playoffs. Obviously, like mm-hmm. what what the teams are gonna throw him because we've never yeah. seen him in the playoffs like you addressed earlier. So I want to see him go against the Clippers and see how they they start throwing defensive schemes at him. You know, mm-hmm. when they switch the pick and roll between Montrez and and Pat Beverly, or they throw yeah. Marcus Morris at him, or or uh, PG thirteen or Kawhi. I'd like to see how you know he handles that kind of heat coming at him, uh, game in and game out in the yeah, bubble and the playoffs. Key. I think that's key because it's like James Harden, like, yeah, teams let you dominate the regular season, but once they were able to plan for you for seven games, uh-huh. you got shut down, you know? So it, it's going to be tough because teams are going to plan for him hard. Exactly. You know? So, uh, yeah, I think that's a great answer. And um, to, and to yeah. add to that, just real quick, this is a – I've never really even looked at this, and I never thought it was this low, but his three-point percentage is at 31.8. It's not that great. It's very low. I mean, he shoots nine shots, nine of those attempts. Yeah, um, but it's not great. It's very low, and his free throw percentage is only at 75. So yeah, I'd it's like weird. To see him, you know, he's such a great shooter. I'd like to see those numbers go up. Yeah, the, it's like he, it's like he is a great shooter, but the numbers don't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he's super efficient. I think he'll go up getting to the rim. Like, like the more yeah. he plays, the more he figures out reading the schemes on defense, and like, oh, they're gonna come double team me, so I can dish it out instead of just backing in. Yeah. I'm just trying to shoot it. Yeah, because sometimes he forces. I think that just comes back playing to playing his highlight. Yeah, I just yeah. want to see more efficiency out of that. You know, maybe the numbers go up. I don't know. Maybe his free throw percentage would be better if he did a little step back at the line. I don't think there's any rules against it. There you, know? you go. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I do, do you think? Yeah, let ahead. me ask you this: While we're on talk on the topic of Luca, yeah. do you think Carla will ever uh, have him like kind of like a Seth, uh, Seth Curry? I'm sorry, running around, running around off. Greens and pick and rolls and stuff like without the ball, him just I hope shooting so. three. I, I think hope he, so. those numbers would increase. Yes, I hope so because I would like to see like KP at a high post, kind of yeah. like how Denver uses Jokic. Obviously, he's not the same passer as Jokic because Jokic is amazing like that. But like I would like to, I would like to see him be used like that though. Uh, like Maxi would be great at that high post yes. uh, position too. Um, I hope he does. I don't know if he will though. Because uh, he likes a lot of pick and roll, and he likes his guards to go to work. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, the guy I chose, who I'm most forward looking, uh, most forward to watching, is my guy Dorian Finney-Smith. Dodo. I Ooh, love I like that. Dodo. I love Dodo, man. Uh, and you guys know when I play basketball in real life, I'm lazy as heck on defense. So, but I like watching guys who are really good at it, like Dorian. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really like watching him play. His his ability to play the four for us, even though he's undersized on offense and defense, just unlocks so many things for Dallas. Uh, his on-ball defense, it, he's probably our best on-ball defender, uh, but then he's also one of our best off-ball defenders, which is really key when you have a guy like Luka who's not good at defense at all. Um, so, I'm just really excited to watch Dodo. Uh, Claudio and I were actually talking about this the other day. Uh, the thing I think that – Dorian Finney-Smith can look for as a model to help improve his game is a guy like P.J. Tucker. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that he can be what P.J. Tucker is to James Harden, to, to Luka. P.J. Tucker knows his role. He hits corner threes. He'll do a backdoor cut if it's open. Uh, and one thing that I love about Dorian is he gets the offensive boards. I, I noticed watching this past season, I was like, it seems like every game he gets at least one offensive board. 
And I was, yeah. was so impressed by that with his size, and uh, I just really love watching him play. It's very similar to PJ when he shoots. I've watched a couple uh, times when he does that. PJ will shoot a, th- a corner three, and immediately as soon as he releases it, and if he feels mm-hmm. it's off, he starts chasing the, the board. Yes. Yep. He's like so. that too. Yep. I love. I really think PJ is a great comparison, or at least a, a mold that Dorian can do. And I think Dorian's more athletic than PJ, so there's also some more to unlock there. Okay. He's younger, so then he's yeah. just gonna have that more energy. Uh, so let's talk about the schedule. So for the schedule that's released, we have the eight games remaining of the regular season, which is basically uh, warm-up games for the playoffs. Uh, do y'all want yeah. to? Did y'all want to predict? Uh, just say I think the Mavs are gonna go blank and blank. Or do you want to go by each team and say whether you think they'll win or lose? Uh, each team. Okay. Each team. Make it more interesting. All right. So July 31st, the first game is against the Rockets. Y'all think they'll win or lose? I think they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to come out blazing. They're going to be making everything. And the Rockets and James Harden, they're, gonna, they're not going to be able to hit any shots. That's my that's my true guess. Yeah, you said loss. What do you think? No, yeah, I got a loss, but I'm I'm very hopeful. I also yeah. could see a very good scenario of them, like what Jacob said, coming out soon. I don't, I think James Harden might take a while to warm up. Yeah, so I could very well see that. Yeah, I think the, I don't I think, think he. I think James Harden heats up like four or five games into these warm ups. Oh, see, I'm way on the opposite side of that. I think they're gonna lose because James Harden's entire game is like offensive ISO dribble moves where he's not running around. He doesn't need all this crazy uh, endurance to be built back up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, I think he's going to come out and just be killing. I really think he is. Because his game, it's not like Steph where he had to run around in the offense. The entire mm-hmm. offense is James Harden, dribble, dribble, dribble. P.J. Tucker, give me a screen. I'll make something happen. You know, so I think that he's actually going to come out hot and uh, take that first game. Okay. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix Suns. Uh, second. Dub, yeah, same. Jacob. Uh, it's going to be L. The Mavs never did good against the Suns, even during the regular oh, season true. before this. The Ma- the the Suns always seem to lock up the Mavs. I don't know how they do it, but they are one and one. They are one and season. one against them in the regular season. Yeah, so. but I will say I feel like Jacob. Every time we're watching Phoenix, because Phoenix is one of my like side favorite teams. They're like my backup team that I like. Uh, so we're always watching them. We do always struggle with them, and I don't know why. Uh, okay, next game on August 4th is going to be against the Kings. I got a dub. That's easy dub. Dub. Yeah. They're 2-1 yeah, yeah. against them. So yeah. 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 Uh, Clippers. L. It's going to be an L for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a tough so one. To, good. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one to watch, but I will watch. I'm excited, honestly, to watch what they do, but also I yeah. I like watching the Clippers. Like, they're so good. Dang, dang. Um, so, next is Bucks. Another L. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying back to back L's. Uh, August 10th, the Utah Jazz. I got another L. L. Like, just like the Suns, the Jazz always seem to somehow lock up the Mavs. I, yep. see, I'm going. I'm going with the Dub. I mm. maybe I'm. I'm not, I'm not maybe. I'm definitely reading into it way too much. I feel like their chemistry's off. I feel like Dono and Gobert are not cool. Uh, <laughs> and I and, and I just don't trust cool. the Jazz. Like, I don't trust it just either. So I, I just think that their headspace, I don't know. This is based on nothing. This is obviously me just mm-hmm. speculating. But I just feel like they're not in it this year. I just don't. I think uh, I think they still catch an L. I mean, we're, they're, Mavs are 0-2 mm-hmm. versus uh, the Jazz in the 
regular yeah. season. And yeah. I'd like, you know, if Maxi is Maxi going to play the five or is KP going to play the five? And who's going to yeah. match up against Gobert? How they're going to do it? Yeah, Gobert yeah. is just. I think it has to be KP going up against Gobert. No, I actually think it's going to be Maxi, if anything. I, really I mean, do. it's definitely going to be Maxi, but KP needs to, like, man up and get Kate, uh, Gobert. Just what about Boban? Boban can't handle it. His his knees, his knees. He's out by the sun. Dude. He can handle him for ten minutes. He's gonna have to ice. Right, he's gonna right, have to right. ice the whole game. Not not. <laughs> he's gonna be <laughs> icing his knees. He's gonna play one game against the Rockets, have like twelve points, and he's icing his knees to the playoffs. Oh, I hope he starts against Houston. That would be so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Honestly, oh, that would man. be very nice. Okay, I mean, so. he did he did go off the last game they played the Nuggets. So yeah, they're on a hot streak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next game is against uh Portland. Uh the winning. I got them Dubs. winning. Dubs. I got them I got them winning too, but I think it's going to be a tough game cuz Damian yep. and CJ are going to be fighting like crazy these eight games um uh, to try and get into the playoffs. And I hope they do cuz I'm a big fan of Damian. Uh mm-hmm. last game August 13th we go against the Suns again. Dubs. I got them winning. Dubs. Dubs. Yeah. yeah, I got a I got a dub too. Uh I think they'll go 5 and 3 during this uh little finish of the regular season. Uh I think I think they'll do all right. They're obviously still in the playoffs no matter what. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me also if maybe I don't think they'd rest guys because I think guys all need these games to get back into it. But it wouldn't surprise me if we saw more minutes from the bench maybe especially in that Phoenix game. Or like something like Jackson. that. Uh, yeah, probably. I got uh, I got them going four and four. So I mean one game okay. off. Yeah, but, right, yeah. Um. Uh, so, speaking of the playoffs, what do you guys think is the best matchup for the Mavericks in the first round and the worst matchup? You want to go with the best matchup first? Claudio, who do you got? Uh, the best matchup, I hate to say this because I am a Denver fan as well, um, but I got Denver. They are 2-1 versus Denver in the season. Um, the only loss came in January, and they lost by one point. So, to be honest, they match up. They somehow always end up matching very well with the Nuggets. They go point for point with them, and no one could guard Luka, so I yeah, got that's them. Yeah, true. Uh, well, isn't Gary Harris supposed to be like a stopper, but I mean... I mean, Luka's still... Yeah, I know. He's, Gary Harris has had a really off year this year, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob, um, for, their, for their best? For the best, I think it'd be the Trailblazers, because I feel like it'll be... A, one, it'll be a very fun first round to watch the Mavs and Troublers just go at it. But, uh, I mean, if they can – they're really good at 2-3, and I think if they play the Troublers, they're going to definitely run 2-3. Yeah, but the only way we out. match up with the Troublers is if we somehow rocketed to the number one seed. So, we probably won't see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they're yeah. continuing their standings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, I got for the best. This one's doubtful as well. I don't know if we could pull this one off, but maybe – is mm-hmm. I actually think the Jazz. I know y'all picked us to lose against them, but like I said, I just don't believe in the Jazz this year. I don't think they got it in their guts. I don't think it's. I don't think their heads are in the game. Uh, and this is pure 100% speculation based on just my vibes from what I've seen online. But mm-hmm. I would. I think that the Mavericks are so excited, where I feel like the Jazz organization mentally is not there. So okay, and it's and I just. And we'll go into the worst. So, uh, who wants to go first for the worst? Oh, oh Lars. You got to take the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. 
saying <laughs> it's Clippers. All of us, so all of us, the Clippers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's Clippers. Of course, they're amazing. They're so deep, and they have three of the best defenders in the league. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will say, we match up worse with the Clippers than we do with the Lakers. I'd rather face the Lakers than the Clippers. I agree. We'd still lose, I think, but I would still rather. And oh yeah, I think it's still a lot Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot either way, but I would much rather watch the Lakers one because I could talk myself into competing, but we'd still lose. <laughs> I mean, can you really guard? Can you no, really go no. against Kawhi, KD, no. Montrez, Pat Bev, Marcus Morris, like on defense all I the time? I will say, a uh, quick thing I kind of wanted to address whenever I was uh, doing the rundown, our roster on the bench is soft, very yes. weak. Yes. Like on the, I, and I don't even know what for sure the starting lineups are going to be. Obviously, you got Luca, KP, um, and THJ. Those are the only for sure starters to me. Because then you toss in Dorian, or not Dorian, yeah, Dorian, sorry. And I think he will probably start. So I, I, that's four starters for me. And then it's either Curry or DeLon Wright. Yeah. That's starting. So then, but then if you put Curry in your starting lineup, then your best player in your bench is DeLon Wright. And no, that you hurts can't my heart. Start. Yeah, you can't yeah. Curry start. Or unless you can offset him, unless you can keep him on the It's going to be tough, though, because, like, on the bench, you got DeLon or Curry. Uh, then you got Justin Jackson. Uh, Who's the other guy? Oh, Boban, of course. And, uh, yeah, like, we're – Courtney Lee. Oh, no, he's injured. He's injured. Um, not that it would have – he would have started. If he was healthy, though, I guarantee he would have started. And I would have agreed with it, too, because we need more people on the bench. But, but yeah. I don't mind so, I don't mind if he's okay on defense. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but, yeah, so that's why I think uh, – and we're going to close the podcast with this question, but – how far do you think the Mavericks are going to go in the playoffs? Uh, ideally, I'd like to see them go second round, but I think they'll end in first round. But I very well could see them second round exit. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Um, I think it'd be, as a homer, I want them to at least go to the second round. But if I'm honestly thinking, I think odds are we're going to match up with like someone like the Nuggets, Nuggets, Lakers, or Clips. And I know that, Claudia, you pointed out, which is true, that we did match up well against them. I do think that the Nuggets going into the bubble have an advantage just because they're a team that has been a unit for a while, and they're deeper than the Mavericks. Yeah. I think their bench is going to really beat up ours if we match up with them. And that's every team, but especially teams like the Clippers and the Nuggets, I think their bench is going to destroy us. I, so I, I think it's I probably going to be first I could see them like sneaking by. But I do also yeah, yeah. think the Nuggets could like just beat them, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't really don't doubt them too much. But that's the yeah. best option you got. Yeah, for sure. Jacob, same thing or no? Uh, I mean, more than likely a first round bounce. Just been to get our matchups within the first yeah. round. Like, forget the Clippers, we're definitely out. Yeah. Forget the Nuggets or Lakers. I think. Uh, it's more hopeful, have a chance, but, but it maybe uh, I think it'll probably go to like six games with those two, but. Yeah. But, like, if we get the clips, maybe five-game series for sure in the first round. Honestly, yeah, though, so, you can match up with the yeah. Mavs. I mean, well, no, you guys have to jump to five or six, with which who? is very possible. Um, with the Jazz, Jazz are number four. Oh, the Jazz, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know that. that is, like I said, obviously. I That's one where I'm like, okay, we could get to the second round, like, you know. But we'll mm-hmm. see how it shakes out. I don't know how everybody's going to do in this eight-game stint in the bubble for the end of the regular season. And injuries. We never know. Yeah, you don't know how how guys. How many are games back to back to back? I guess it's every that's true. Two days. I didn't really point that out as much, but yeah, it's every like two days or back to back days. Yeah, uh, like two days. days. For the most part, 
on the thing it says two days, mm-hmm. two, 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 and then August tenth uh, and eleventh. That's our only back to back. Yeah, and then it's another two days. So. The jazz and the but they so got to get all these games in. I will say, just as a general basketball fan, I'm stoked. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure about the bubble working out or not, but I think I'm it's nervous cool. about it. But I'm stoked. I can't wait for basketball to be back. I think I think it'll be fun. Like maybe they do that in the future too. Maybe like in the future their families can come. But like I think uh, the whole tra- not traveling that'll be even better for them. That's true. Travel city to city. Yeah, the back to backs aren't as hard because they get to they don't have to travel. I guess. Yeah, but either way. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that we're excited that basketball's back. It is going to be interesting to see how Luca carries himself in the playoffs, how the bench, uh, if they're able to do anything, step up. And uh, we're just excited that basketball's back and that Mavericks basketball is back. Yeah, so, yeah we're going to close out the podcast now. Thank you all for listening. Claudio, Jacob, uh, we're heading out. Follow us on Instagram at must have Mavs and follow us on Twitter at must have Mavs. Uh, yeah. Share the podcast with your friends. Share the Instagram and Twitter pages. That's where we're going to give you all the updates. And uh, I guess that's it. We'll check you later.